This is a No Land in Sight podcast production. Welcome to Is That Movie Still Good? The podcast where we take a movie from the past, give it a thorough rewatching, and ask the question, is that movie still good? Today, we're going to metaphorically go back into the past, pick out that podcast that you love, start with episode one, and discuss every single episode that's ever been published. This is the season recap of Is That Movie Still Good? So sit back and enjoy as Nate and I discuss the last year of our lives. Welcome back, friends. This is Is That Movie Still Good? Nate and I are here. We're going to talk about uh, the season recap. We hope everybody is having a good time. Um, We are a little bit off schedule due to some travel, spring break, NCAA tournament business that we had to deal with, but we are here to um, come back and talk about our first year of podcasting and everything that we've come up with and enjoyed and done. And, uh, you know, Nate, when we started this, we were definitely going to do Cape Fear and Dracula, and then it just evolved from there. So we had a good time. Yeah, and, you know, it's, it, it was interesting because was, this was your idea, and, and I'm glad you wanted to have you be a part of it. Um, but when you first brought it up, you know, you said, we, we need to do Cape Fear first. And I was like, and you could explain the whole concept. And I was real excited because I truly had not seen that movie in 20 years. And I loved that movie back when I saw it and was really curious if it was still good. And so I, I think it was just kind of a good, strong start, especially, you know, I know we've broken some of our rules throughout season one. Sure. And we, we'll continue to make rules and break them. That's what makes it fun. But at least coming out of the gate, you know, we, we kind of stuck to our guns. Yep, yep. Was there a reason that you wanted to do Cape Fear? Yeah, so when there was a night when um, when I came up with this idea, I was flipping through. It was like a Friday night. I, I was hanging out. The kids had gone to bed, and I saw Cape Fear on, on one of the streaming channels. And I'm like, I haven't seen this movie in forever. I'd like to watch it. I remember it being really good and started watching it, and I started thinking so many thoughts. And so many of those thoughts we got into the podcast. But I thought, this movie is awesome. And it would be really cool to do a podcast about movies that are kind of forgotten, um, movies that I thought were good, but I'm not really 100% sure are still good. And so after having watched that, I was like, this is what we have to start with. Yeah, and this was uh, this was when I was still spending 17 bucks ordering the movies off right, Amazon. Right, right. Yeah, actually ordering the physical Blu-rays until I figured out like a few weeks later I could spend $3.99 and get it off Amazon Prime. But, um, yeah, I, I, I really thought this was a good start. And, you know, like you said earlier, we had, before we recorded it, we decided, hey, we we're going to do Dracula as the second one. And then we just said, hey, we'll figure it out from there. Right. Let's kind of see how it evolves. And, you know, number one, if it's fun, if we like it, if, if we, you know, enjoy doing it, if, and if so, you know, where do we take it? And we had, we had lofty ambitions. We wanted to get Dracula in before Halloween, and we had never done any of this. And so I think Dracula, we actually dropped right after Halloween. Yeah. We recorded a couple of weeks before or something. But that was our goal. We're learning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're still, we're still learning. Like, uh, I think we completely blew our chance of getting a good Christmas movie in. Correct. But, but 2019 Christmas, looking at you. That's right. That's right. Uh, and I'm really interested in, like, a Labor Day movie. Yes. Um, <laughs> Are there any out there that we can like tease our listeners with? I, I don't know. We might have to go to the Soviet Union for some Labor Day movies. <laughs> well, we have a few months to think about that one. So, what if you think of Cape Fear? You know, of course, you know, going through ten episodes, we we can't spend too much time on a, on each one of them. But just real quick, you know, you, favorite scene, least favorite scene, something that really surprised you that you didn't remember, something that disappointed you. What you know, just thirty seconds on it. Yeah, that one. Um, I, 
I thought I, I was. I mentioned it in the podcast. I was stunned by how long the fireworks took in that movie. I was <laughs> like, man, this is the best fireworks show ever. Um, but that that scene was great, and then just the overpowering performance of De Niro in that was was really good. Yeah, no, I would have to say that too. And just the the iconicism is that how you say it? Oh, that's how I'm oh, going to oh, say it. Yeah. Um, of of the character, you know, we talked about his clothes and his his, yep. his tattoos and just his violence and just you know everything about him. He was probably one of the better characters that we that we talked about there in this season and of course sure. you know we joked around a lot you know the max katie challenge and can anybody beat up max katie and you know later in the our season uh, review we'll, we, we're gonna get into that yeah i mean might he was, have we were lying and teasing he, but no it's gonna happen he was so iconic but the max katie sweet 16 is coming soon that's right get your wallets out so you can make some wagers well so then we went to dracula mm-hmm. we knew dracula was coming up next and this is, I think, this was one I had maybe seen once or twice in the last 20 years, but it's still been over a decade. Mm-hmm. Um, and and the, what, what really stood out to me here is, once again, we had this, like, super iconic character in Dracula that was, you know, incredibly played by, by Gary Oldman. And the cinematography, you know, it was almost I felt bad because Cape Fear and Dracula, between the portrayals, the performances, the cinematography, there were a lot of similarities. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's still, I mean, I, you know, that's still just such a great movie. It, but, and, the, and the one thing that's a little different, Cape Fear is kind of more the traditional violent path mm-hmm. where Dracula is just kind of creepy. Yes, yes. You know? and, and that's what I really kind of liked about it. It was, it was kind of that same tone, but yet a little bit more of a creep factor. Yeah. Um, I, I hadn't seen that movie since I saw it in the theater. I mentioned in the pod, and I, I love that movie. It was... It was a revelation to rewatch that. It was excellent. Um, I loved it. And, um, you know, an interesting thing about this is we got into it and as we started choosing our movies, we are of the same age and of the same background. And we have these interesting threads that are woven throughout our choices, like Anthony Hopkins being in a couple of movies and Bruce Willis in a couple Mm -hmm. of movies and Sigourney Weaver in a couple of movies. And um, just, you know, we set out to hit a bunch of different genres, but we hit a bunch of different actors, actresses, and, and some similar themes, too. Well, and I thought it was interesting, too, and I think you you mostly were responsible for this, but when we talk about other actors that turned down the part. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they had a commitment somewhere else, but I I just found that, like, really interesting. And and we have talked about it a few times, but just kind of all the things that go on behind the screen, Mm -hmm. you know, just in Hollywood in general with, you know, casting, production, you you know, getting a screenplay to actually turn into a movie. Um, you know, I actually kind of learned a lot. Too. I did too. Me yeah. too. Yeah. Uh, so we did these two movies that were fairly similar, mm-hmm. and we we both, I think, at that point, were like, we really need to switch it up here. Yep. I mean, we like the the, the way it's going, but you can't do hardcore drama every single time. Right. That's right. And so we we really brainstormed hard on our next movie. Mm-hmm. Yes. And 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 we ended up with Cannibal Run. With- Good decision or bad decision? Great decision. I think great so. decision. Not the best movie ever, but man, it's fun. It was a great decision. That that might that probably was um, the funnest movie to watch. Yeah, that was really fun. Um, and and that was definitely one I had not seen in a really long time, and had just forgot all the stupid hijinks. And then also, and I hope nobody takes this the wrong way, but it was just kind of refreshing to see a movie that was like offending everybody all over the place. Oh, absolutely. It was yes. great. Yes. You know, it was just not, it, there was just no filters. Right. Um, yeah, you couldn't, as we said, you couldn't make that movie in 2019. No, no, no. What, so what, what all did you like about that one? The silliness of it. Um, I had forgotten um, just how charismatic the actors and actresses in that movie are. Mm-hmm. Like, I loved, I loved the array of, of actors, 
Burt Reynolds, super charismatic. Um, you know, it, it's, I love Dom DeLuise. Uh, getting to see Jackie Chan again was, was fun. You know, it, yeah. it's, it's great. It, and Farrah is, is, is yeah. Farrah. Well, they're, you know, kind of characters I forgot about. And I don't even remember his name, but kind of, you know, the, the protagonist, or the antagonist in the movie right, that right, was trying right. to shut everything down. I didn't really remember a lot about him. I had totally forgot about Van Helsing, the Van, Van Helsing, Helsing character. Yeah, that, the, yeah. that was the doctor in the ambulance. And then just, you know, you know, just the silliness with, you know, Dean Martin and Sammy Davis Jr. And, That's so good. And, you know, Terry Bradshaw and Mel Tillis. Yeah, and, yeah. I mean, that was just a fun, fun, fun movie to watch. Really fun. And the, and the one disappointing thing, and we both agreed on this, was both of us had remembered the bloopers just, like, fall out of the couch, right, rolling around right. on the ground funny. And both of us, when we were watching, we were like, yeah, not as funny as I thought it was going to be. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, but you know, uh, the, you know if, those, if the only disappointment in a movie that was, you know, what, almost 30 years old is uh, the blooper reel during closing credits, I, I, I think it was a pretty good movie. Pretty solid. Pretty, pretty fun. Good. Yeah. And then, then we, we kind of took a turn. And I really wasn't initially a big fan of this next one, but it was mm-hmm. your, your choice, and you talked me into it. And we went to Dave. Right. With Kevin Klein and our first Sigourney Weaver yep. sighting. Why why did you want to do Dave? Because like I said, I wasn't all up. I wanted to turn it I wanted to turn the podcast um in a little bit different direction and open it up to some to and include a few more people, right? Because I could see people who might not like Kate Fear, Dracula the Heavy Drama, and then the slapstick super guy comedy of Cannonball Run. And so maybe we've got ladies that are interested, and maybe we've got guys who are like, this podcast is really good, you should listen to it, uh, or something like that. And I just wanted to make it inclusive to where we could broaden our audience. And I felt like Dave is this movie that I remembered being really good and really popular, and I thought that it was one that, that uh, might bring a few more people into the tent. Yeah, and, and, and ultimately, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, and because it is, it is a good movie. You know, we did kind of you know make fun of it some for the you know stupid kind of cheesy love build up, and, and the you know the dumb kiss at the end, and you know it was very um, very eighties. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yeah, early, you know, late eighties, early nineties. You know, it didn't age very well, but. Overall, you know, it was pretty entertaining. It was a lot more entertaining than I thought it was going to be. It, it's a very entertaining movie. You know, it's one you can just drop in and it, sit and watch with your parents, your kids, whoever. Right, right. It, it, it meets every audience. Yep. Now, after Dave, you know, we done the, the kind of slapstick comedy. We kind of done the, you know, light drama or rom-com type mm-hmm. movie. And we decided to really, for the next couple episodes, really start turning things on the edge a little bit. Yep. And so next we go to 12 Monkeys. Right, and this one was your call. This, this was one was you really wanted to do. And, and, and one that was one of my favorite movies, as I, as I mentioned in the original uh, cast um, of the 90s. And I hadn't seen it for a while, but I was just really curious to how well it stood up. And I was really uh, interested in the star power with Bruce yeah. Willis and Brad Pitt um, and you know, Madeline Stowe. Uh, how did you think it held up? It, similar to what I thought, you know, the first time I, I, it's not a movie that I want to watch very often. And as I sort of concluded in, in the pod, I remember watching it and it being a slog to get to the end, the end being a nice payoff, but man, about an hour into it, I'm like, why am I watching this? Where are we going here? Um, but it holds up well in terms of how the, the story comes together in the end. Yeah. And th- this is one of those movies that I am. Um... The plot's fine, the story's fine, the movie's fine, but it's it's more, at least from my opinion, it's the acting that makes this movie good. Because Brad Willis is, or uh, Brad Willis, Brad Pitt is great in it, Bruce Willis is great in it. So you have right. just have a really high level of, 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 of acting that can kind of carry maybe a, a, a lesser, you know, script. And, and, right, right. And Brad Willis is doing great in prep school, guys, so don't <laughs> no, worry about yeah. that. Brad is fine. Yeah. <laughs> 
And it's gonna get great. He might get a, he might get a scholarship to the state university, right? Yeah. If his mom writes the check, yeah, exactly. Yeah, we know that's what it takes these that's days. Right. Um, and then we did the unthinkable. We broke like one of our, our golden rule because we yep. really we, we 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 had two major golden rules. Number one, we were not going to do any movie that had won an Oscar, best picture Oscar, best picture Oscar, right? Best picture Oscar. With three, let's say any movie that has won a Best Picture Oscar, any movie that you could catch on any random weekend on TBS or any other cable station, because we wanted it to be something that you don't see all the time. Mm -hmm. And then the third one was we were not going to repeat any main characters in season one. Right. And here we go, repeating Bruce Willis with a break. Back to back. Back to back. back. Let's go. (laughs) Back to back, Bruce Willis. And and this one, you know, it, it the timing was really good because M. Night Shyamalan was releasing Glass and it was a good opportunity to go back and rethink this movie. So we probably would have never done this one in this moment had Glass not been being released at that time. True, but I'm glad we did. Me too. Because, you know, and I loved this movie when it came out, but this was another one I had not seen in a really long time or if I had just bits and pieces of it. And I really enjoyed it. You know, it, it was, you know it's the, you know... M. Night at the apex of his career right. when, you know, those four years when he actually made good movies. Yep. <laughs> you know, this, yeah. was, this was one of them. And so it was really enjoyable. Um, and the back-to-back Bruce Willis, and we talked a lot about this, uh, but, you know, it's two completely kind of different characters in Cole and Dunn. So you got, we got to kind of see his, you know, going from, you know, the sci-fi and 12 Monkeys to kind of more of this very kind of quiet Kind of slow paced Sto- yeah, stoic character. Stoic character. Yeah. So it was kind of it was kind of neat to, even though he was in back to back cast, kind of a completely different character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but then after you know, so we did two more heavy dramas, mm-hmm. and we were both kind of like we need a comedy. Yep. And we we actually brainstormed this one for a while. This, this was one, this one took us a while to come up with. Yeah. Um. And, and nine to five was actually on this short list too. We, nine, we talked about nine to five from the beginning. Nine to five has been in play ever since right. we came up with this concept. And, and we do and we do have two or three others. I don't think we need to talk about them now because they'll probably show up uh, next season. Yep. But we we did decide to go with Brewster's Millions here, and. Uh, I'm glad I saw it one more time. I'm too. I'm glad I saw it again. <laughs> that might be the last time I ever see it, as it, we talked about before. It was really nostalgic to watch it again, but, uh, it, you know, I mean, if you're 10 years old, it's probably awesome. But yeah. um, at our point in life, it, it was not amazing, but it was fun. And um, it reminded me of how good Richard Pryor can be. And, um, you know, it's good to see John Candy on the screen again because yeah. he's so good. Yeah. And that, that was another one too, to where just once once I just accepted, hey, the movie's not that great. It's not as funny as I yeah. thought it was going to be. But you know, just watch Richard Pryor's face and right. watch how animated he is. Yeah. And hey, you get to see, like you said, you get to see John Candy. Just enjoy that part right. of it. Don't right. you know? Don't don't think you're gonna, you know it's the best comedy or best movie ever. That's right. And probably enjoy it a lot more. And you know, and it, and it, and it was pretty good. But it did kind of shoot us right back into the drama sphere yes. pretty quickly. Right. I believe this was your idea. Well, it's so hard for comedies to hold up. So, yeah. I mean, dramas hold up really well, but comedies, it's hard. Yeah, and so then we go, you know, from 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 Brewster, and then we go to Alien, which was your idea, because I've never been a big Alien fan. Mm-hmm. Not not a hater or anything like that. It's just never been kind of on my radar. Yeah. And, you know, of course, I had seen it decades ago. But I'm um, watching it again. I mean, I was pretty blown away. That's a great movie. It's... I was. I read today. I read either today or yesterday that um, 
that Disney might be putting some more alien movies out. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm sure they'll ruin it. But <laughs> well, I mean, it's <laughs> already been franchised so many layers deep that yeah. I'm not sure that anything that they do is going to be good or bad or whatever. I mean, it, it can't take away from that singular film uh, from '79, which is so good. Well, and, 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 and here's what's funny too is we didn't even, at least I didn't, maybe you didn't, you didn't bring it up, but when we discussed and we finalized and we said, yeah, let's do Alien again, it did not hit me until I sat down to watch the movie, and not even until about halfway through, oh, now we got our first woman twice. Right, or right, yes, Weaver. yes. Um, and talk about, you know, two completely different characters uh, in the two movies that, that she was in. in I mean, one. she's kind of a badass in both roles, but they are different kinds yeah, of badass. Very, very different, very different. And then, then we, we did something that, you know, I think surprised a lot of people. This mm-hmm. is probably the, the one, the, our next movie was probably the one that I got the most questions from other people about why this one. Yeah. And of course, that's Rocky Three. And the big question was, well, why didn't you do Rocky? Right. Well, that Oscar. Oscar winner. Big, um, you know. Yeah, it, it's, Rocky is a better movie. Right. But Rocky Three is a whole lot more fun. Right. And, and, I, and I think that's kind of where that was like a really good balance of, you know, saying, hey, what's... And I remember the discussion about it because it yeah. was like, ah, we should do a Rocky movie, but which one? We can't do Rocky 1. And then, I mean, both of us almost instantaneously were like, oh, it's got to be Rocky 3. Yeah, I mean, like, just because that's our wheelhouse when we were, you know, 10 years old and this movie, it, it, it's where Rocky kind of makes that transition from drama to mass entertainment film. Mm-hmm. And, and Mr. T is in it. it, it just oh, iconic. Totally, yeah. yeah. It's just, it's... Yeah, it, it is a spectacle. It is great. And, and I mean, going back to the, and, and, and what I will probably say was my least favorite, I won't say least favorite, but um, stupidest scene of season one happened in this movie. And I know you know what I'm talking yes, about. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, the old running on the beach scene. Now, what, what you you the, know, I got a ton of likes when I posted that photo on my Instagram, and on the, the pod's Instagram. So, so what if like an alien, they would have like Ripley and the alien running down the beach together? I mean, it's just, I mean, it's, I, I, looking back at the movies and like the main characters, I mean, what if like, you know, Bruce Willis and Brad Pitt were running down the beach together and 12 monkeys? I mean, there's really none if you go through the movies and, right. and you pick out two characters and they're running down the beach it doesn't work ever doesn't work for yes any. it does oh, yes it does, does it, it, it totally works with jj and captain chaos <laughs> JJ, that's true jay with, with dragging that like red wagon like, yeah. with a case of beer behind <laughs> right right to the sand. <laughs> right yeah that, that, that would probably be the only one that it, that it works with two characters um but yeah that was that was one of those and, and that one is one that you're probably since the time we put that podcast out I'm sure it's been on TV 52 times because it's like that's yeah. one that it's going to be on and it, we kind of broke our own rule on, right, on that right. one in a, in a couple different ways but um, but, but everybody knows that movie and it's so fun to talk about and everybody has an opinion which one's the best with you know Rocky 3 yeah. Rocky 4 Rocky which, who's the baddest dude in that it's, it's just such an iconic franchise particularly amongst men of our age that it's you, you can't. You, we almost had to do it in season one. Well, yeah, and, and still probably the most. I'm trying to think of the right word, but by far and away, when I hit play on Rocky Three, and it started with the Rocky theme, mm-hmm. by far and away, I was the most like fired up throughout anything of the whole first season. Yes, I mean, there's even though I've heard that tune a zillion times. And, and usually when you like watch it on TV, you usually don't get the beginning of the movie, yes, right? Because you're right. skipping through and you right. show up and you're like 25 minutes into the movie mm-hmm. already and you might mm-hmm. watch 20 minutes and move on to something else. So I hadn't really you know, seen the beginning of a Rocky movie in a really long time. Uh-huh. And I mean, I was just sitting on my couch. I was ready to go. I was so excited. And, and um, 
unfortunately, since this is a audio only podcast, nobody will probably ever see um, the one video component of season one that we did do. Well, at least not yet. Like we might put that on Instagram. We could do a little YouTube business with it. Um, Mm -hmm. There was uh we did a little video um, before this one because we were all super pumped up about uh, Rocky. So. Yeah, yeah, and and, and, and and as we should have been, as all. And then and then we decide, okay, let's go back to one more comedy before we yeah. wrap up the year and we bring nine to five back. Right. And this one might have been one of my favorite ones Me too. too. Me too. Because once again, it was just fun, and I hadn't seen it for a while, and I mean, everything was it was it was a lot different than what I remembered. Mm-hmm. Of course, all I really remembered is you know. People, you know, chauvinist pig and all, people working in the office. And, you know, I didn't remember all those kind of like scenes when they were smoking the joint. And there's, you know, the, I don't remember the stealing the body from the hospital yeah, scene. Yeah, I forgot about that one. So, I mean, to me, it was like, for the most part, seeing the movie again for the first time and just really, you know, very enjoyable. And I think a good way to kind of wrap up season one. I agree. And uh, that movie was really enjoyable to watch. Just everything about it was was delightful. I hadn't seen it in forever um, getting to go back there, the, the writing, like we talked about, so good. Everything about that movie was was really fun. Um, we wanted to do one more. We wanted to get that one in, and I'm glad we did that one. Yeah, and, and, and you know, and I didn't mention you know the special Oscar episode, which um, you know, if you remember that one, I think some wagering was taking place over some of the uh, Academy Awards. Um, I don't think there was some wagering taking place. There was some wagering taking place. We were betting fake money. We had some guests. And uh, if you guys stick around to the end of the podcast, those guests are going to come back. We're going to get the uh, results on that. I've got how much money anybody came away with. I will tell you that one person came away with more money in their pocket than they started with. Everybody else came away with less. And I'm pretty sure I know which boat I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it would be the latter. But uh, we'll, 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 we'll get back to that one here a little bit later. Um, and then, of course, we have talked about like a, a potential you – know, have, have we given away the secret yet on a potential uh, surprise episode still? Well, no, we haven't. We, we've like teased it a little we bit. We've it? accidentally teased it a little bit. Okay. But well, we'll, uh, we, we'll just keep talking about that yeah. and we'll, we'll, we'll loop everybody in a little bit later. I think that's a good idea. So just looking back, let's just kind of do one kind of final recap here. Okay. Um, well, you know, what, what's the favorite movie? What, what was your favorite one that we did? Um, my favorite rewatch was either Unbreakable or 9 to 5, and it's hard for me to choose either one. I had um, Unbreakable I saw once. I thought it was good. I didn't think it was great. Watching it the second time, I thought it was great. <sighs> I loved everything about it. 9 to 5, I had watched it a couple of times in the early 80s, hadn't seen it since then. And it, like I talked about before, it's so hard for comedies to hold up, and that one just holds up beautifully. What about you? What's your favorite? Uh, I would probably say Alien, just because I just, yeah. just never really been on my radar. So I mean, I knew everybody said it was good, but you know, people say the same thing about you know. Kramer versus Kramer. Right, 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 <laughs> yeah. right, right. Doesn't mean yeah. I want to go watch it again. And, but, and I've seen Alien several times, yeah. so I, I was I kind of knew what I was going for there. And, and Cannonball Run for the fun factor. Yeah. Nine to five was fun too. Fun. Cannonball Run it just brought back so many memories. Yeah, and just it was just I had a blast. Who are your favorite characters? Do you have a favorite character from this uh, season? Good question. Good question. I mean, you know. The, Easy, obvious answer would be Rocky Balboa, just because he's yeah, so you yeah. know iconic and you know you know you're un-American if you mm-hmm. don't like Rocky. Um, <laughs> that's true. I think that's literally, true. literally. <laughs> um, then uh, 
I think, you know, and, and just I'm a traditionalist, traditionalist on this one. I just, you know, I love Gary Oldman's performance in Dracula. Yeah. I just, I, I mean, I could, I, I, I could watch that again right now. He's so good. Yeah. Um, I, I again, I'm going to go back to one of the movies that I, that was kind of a revelation to me. David Dunn in Unbreakable is mm-hmm. a fantastic character, and I mm-hmm. loved him. I loved the character. I loved the portrayal. Uh, one of my very favorites this season. Yeah. So not counting the uh, the obvious ones that are already part of a franchise like Rocky and Alien and Cable sure. Run, etc. Are there any movies that um, you wish there would be a, been a sequel to? Unbreakable, no doubt. That's that's. Well, wasn't me, there one? I mean, doesn't that kind well, of? Well, I guess Glass. I guess it is. But, but I mean, I wanted one immediately. I wanted one immediately. Yeah. I guess we've got. Uh, yeah. Well, Dracula. Dead and loving it. So yeah, there's not really a lot of. <laughs> hey, Leslie Nielsen. Yeah, because you know, Cannibal Run has a sequel. Unbreakable did. Alien did. Rocky did. Nine to Five was supposed to, but it didn't. Yeah, so I guess we're talking Nine to Five, Brewster's Millions, uh, Dave, and that's about it, right? I can't fear, yeah. but I mean, like, what do you do with that? Um, so Juliet Lewis becomes a murderer. Maybe. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. There we go. Well, that was Natural Born Killer, so I guess yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so give me nine to five or <laughs> Brewster's Million Two when um, when Richard Pryor buys the Yankees. Yeah, well, the funny thing is, I, I Brewster Million, Brewster's Million is the obvious one because that was, if you recall, that was the one movie when it ended. Even though, like, I, the whole movie was kind of, you know, yeah, what you guys everybody knows what we thought about. I was like, I want to know. He, he never told John Candy, <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, right. He, he never told his best friend that what was going on. So at least, like, maybe not like a full ninety minute. Uh, sequel, but at least like a little five minute, like you know, you know, go tell John Candy. But it'd be cool if he. But 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 yeah, but, but Monty money. Brewster buys the Yankees. That'd be awesome. Yeah. That'd be a great sequel. Yeah. Or, or maybe he buys the Mets or something. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. So that one would be good. You know, um, you know, Twelve Monkeys, but of course Cole dies at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I could see that spun forward and with someone with a really good science fiction writing mind taking that to the next level. Um, I don't know exactly how that would look and how good it would be, but I can see, you know, a path that might go down. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, maybe, you know, maybe this wasn't the best year for, you know, and sequels just because we had so many that right, were, right. were kind of part of franchises. And, you know, I, and, and, you know and, and, but if you think about it these days, it's kind of hard to avoid that. It is, it is. And, and, and yeah, and we talked about that in, um, I think in, in the uh, Dave episode, we talked about the top 20 movies of that year versus mm-hmm. the top 20 movies of right. 17. And uh, it was stunning how many were sequels and superhero yeah. movies. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so overall, um, is there any movie that you just wish we would not have done? Nope, I love everything. Yeah, me too. I think everything has its place. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, and I think we did an okay job, you know, I, especially for the first season of trying to balance it. So kind mm-hmm. of back to your point a little bit earlier, you know, there might have been some episodes you were, you guys might have been really excited about because it was kind of in your genre wheelhouse. There might have been other ones where you're like, eh. And you know, by the time we get to our like 735th episode. You know, that's okay that you don't listen to all of them. That's exactly right. That's right. But the first that's hundred or so, you need to listen to Everybody, all of them. yes, and yeah. tell your friends. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we're planning for next season. We are taking requests. Yes, we're taking requests. Anybody hit us up on any of the social media platforms. One movie that you adamantly want to do next season. One movie that I adamantly want to do. Already catching me off guard. Um, You've already mentioned this in the last episode, I think. What was it? I don't remember. Foul Play. Oh yeah, foul play, absolutely. Yeah, we're doing foul play. That's okay. that's 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 gonna be on the list next year. I'll okay. leave it at that. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely foul play. I mean, 
I spent seventeen dollars ordering that one before I put it on Amazon Prime. <laughs> all right, so all right, good, I, good. You know, I need to get my money's worth. Yeah, and I, and I think people will enjoy it because I think it's a lot. I think that's one of those where people may vaguely remember it, but a lot of people probably have never seen it. And you know, it's it's Chevy Chase, it's Goldie mm -hmm. Hawn, um, Dudley Moore, and it's just very interesting story. Um, so you know, hopefully, you know, maybe if people want to watch it between now and then, yeah, but if check not, it out. Uh, wait for the podcast and you know, I, go I, back. Yeah, hear hear about it. But what about you? What do what do you? Boogie Nights. I want to do a P.T. Anderson movie. I don't think we can handle Magnolia. I think that's too much. And no. uh, I haven't seen Boogie Nights in a long time. I love that movie. I, and uh, I remember loving it. I hope I still do. I want to do Boogie Nights. So that's going to bring Burt Reynolds back for a second it, tour. A third time. Yeah, or second time. Yeah, yeah second. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, no, and that's a, that's a good one because I uh, I don't know if I've seen it since it first came out. Yeah, I've yeah. watched it once or twice since then, but not many times. Yeah. So. All right. Well, the, li the list has begun. So we got two episodes for we season two. two episodes. All right. Um, so, you know, we're going to switch gears here because we got a lot of, we got a lot of different things that we want to cover on our, our finale. Um, so, uh, bear with us and we'll, we'll move on to the next topic. All right. Very good. Okay. So this is, uh, one of the things that you have all been waiting for if you've listened to the podcast throughout the first season, and that is the Max Katie Tournament of Champions. Now, if you've listened to this enough, you know that we're based out of Louisville, Kentucky. And you may have figured out, you probably don't know this, but I'm a University of Kentucky graduate, huge UK football, basketball fan, BBN, I'm all the works. Nate is originally from Ohio. He's an Ohio State guy, but also a U of L basketball fan. So we love basketball here. And so what better way to do it than to create a bracket? We've got our Sweet 16 for the Max KD Tournament of Champions. And it's pretty timely, too, because we're in the week right now between the Sweet 16 and then this coming weekend's the Final Four. That's correct. Uh, pour one out for my cats who lost to Auburn. Yeah, it was a rough weekend. It was a, it was a bad one. Um so just to break down the brackets, here we go. Here are your brackets. I'm going to be like Jim Nance on Selection Sunday. So the first bracket. Oh, do we say that um, that Obama's going to do his whiteboard? Uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and he's going to pick all the favorites all the way through. Yeah. Um, so uh, the first region. This will be the Charlotte, North Carolina region. First and second round games to be played in Greensboro. Um, number one seed, Max Cady. He will play the number four seed, Captain Chaos. The number two seed will be David Cole. I'm sorry, James Cole, who will um, compete against Dr. Van Helsing from Dracula. On the same side of the ledger, we will have the Philadelphia bracket. Number one seed, Rocky. He will go against number four seed, Thunderlips, Hulk Hogan. Number two seed, Clubber Lang from Chicago. And he will battle West Coast Apollo Creed. Then we will go to the other side of the bracket, and we will have the Philadelphia region. Number one seed, David Dunn, and he will go against number four seed, Dwayne Stevenson, who was the bodyguard from Dave. In the bottom half of that bracket, number two seed, uh, Ripley from Alien, and she will compete against Dora Lee, Violet, and Judy. We're putting them all together from nine to five. And then out west in the Spokane region, uh, no, actually, I'm sorry. Um, I think that was the David no, Dunn was a Spokane David, region. David Dunn was a Spokane, Spokane region. Yeah, we had Philly for Rocky. David Dunn was a Spokane region. I yeah. apologize. Yeah. Um, and then he the, was our lowest number one seed. That's right. So he, he, was, he, was, he was the worst number one seed. Yeah. So he's out west. He's in Spokane. Yeah. First and second round games to be played in Boise. Yeah. 
Um, and in the Transylvania region, Dracula, the one seed, uh, will battle Mr. Glass uh, in the first round. And then we'll have the number two seed, Alien versus Jackie Chan from Cannonball Run. Did you think that we would have two Cannonball Run characters in here? No, I didn't think we would. But and originally, you had three in your your because what we did is both of us created our own brackets and then we kind of compared, contrast, and created you know a combined one out of them. But you actually had the Van Helsing from Cannonball Run, so you had three yeah, Cannonball Run. I did. So I did. Top I, sixteen, so almost. I mean, what is that? You know, eighteen percent, seventeen percent. Yeah, the whole audience, tough guys, came from Cannonball Run. In your well, life. I kind of, well, I kind of wanted a Van Helsing versus Van Helsing in round one, but we didn't have enough rounds to do that. That would that, that would have taken too much uh, too much space. So yeah, and we we had some other kind of you know kind of last outs. You know, obviously you know what our last ends were because they were the four seeds. But you know, I had I had originally had um, Doctor Peters, who was the person from Twelve Monkeys, who's not a real tough guy, but he pretty much was going to try to wipe out the whole world. So, right. and he's a chemist, so right. something could have gone there. Um, I also had, um, and this was kind of silly, but, you know, the Roger Moore fake James Bond sure. character, which would have been another, a fourth from Cannonball Run. Right, right. Uh, well, just so many characters yeah. from that movie that are yeah. ridiculous. And, you know, I had Sam Bowden, who actually killed Max Cady. Right. But he really wasn't much of a tough guy. He hid behind the dumpster and watched three people get beat up. So, yeah. even though he killed Max Cady, I kind of took him out. Was there anybody on your end that... Um, no, no, nobody else really that I had, had considered. So I think okay. that's that, that's about it. I mean, yeah. yeah. And it'd be interesting uh, if somebody wanted to, you know, send us a, a, a notice or a message and say, "Hey, you forgot this person." Right, right, yeah, right. That'd be, it'd be kind of funny. But all right, so where, where, where the, what, what region do you want to start in? Well, let's start. Uh, let's start in the Charlotte region. Like Duke always gets the number one seed. They always play in Greensboro. So Max Katie is. is Home court advantage, and he's playing Captain Chaos. This one's over by halftime, right? Well, I mean, Captain Chaos does beat up a whole motorcycle game pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. But he does have Jackie Chan with him. Yes. Um, and he's oblivious. I mean, Katie has taken down anybody that's oblivious. You think? You think? You, you think he's going to sneak up on him? This is not a sixteen over a one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Max Katie is not Virginia. Yeah. Yeah. I, I. I. I agree. I think it might be a little. Little tougher than you, you make it out to be. I think it's one of those that's going to be maybe a little close up until halftime and then right. the second half, you know, because it's, it's so hard to hurt Max Katie. Right. I think Don Delaware is just going to get tired. He's right. going to get worn out. He's, he's not in the best shape. He's ready for a cocktail at this point for <laughs> the is. love of God. He is. He is. All right. So I think we're both going with Katie. Max there. All yeah. Right, so Katie advances. Okay. All right. So then we have Dr. Van Helsing played by Anthony Hopkins um, versus James Cole from 12 Monkeys. Yeah, and you know, in in, J- in in James Cole and Twelve Monkeys, he's 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 obviously you know a tough character because he you know is traveling back in time, he's been in jail and all that kind of stuff. But there's one scene from Twelve Monkeys there at the end when he beats the guy up with the phone, mm-hmm. um, and then yanks his tooth out. Yeah, I think just kind of epitomizes that this guy's probably a lot tougher than he even lets on in the movie. And and you know, you know what I think about Anthony Hopkins, and I know Ryan Helsing is you know the guy that hunts down and kills Dracula. I just, I really don't think he stands a chance against Cole. This is not our first upset. Cole is going to move on. I, I like Van Helsing. Like you said, I think this is a battle for a minute or two. Um, Van Helsing's wits are strong, but Cole is stronger. All right. All right. So you want to go um, out west on the next one? Yeah, let's go west. Let's go. Uh, we're going to go first and second round in Boise, Idaho. Um, David Dunn versus Dwayne Stevenson. So I wish this would be, because we're talking here about Ving Rhames and Bruce Willis. Yep. And we have seen them go toe-to-toe in Pulp Fiction. Yes. And we all know how that turned out. Mm-hmm. But if I'm trying to keep it as just these two characters, 
David Dunn is unbreakable. Yes. Unless there's water. And I don't remember Dwayne Stevenson, even though he's a pretty tough guy, Secret Service guy. I don't remember him carrying around a squirt gun. No. He would take a bullet for the president, but past that, we don't know much more about his fighting skills. We don't. We don't. I think we're giving him... He got into the tournament based on being Rames. Right. You know, it's kind of like, you know, that, you know... You know, you can kind of let a school in just because it's, you know, tradition. And it's, name, it's like Tennessee. Tennessee women got one of the last seeds into this tournament on the women's side because they're Tennessee. Right. Right. So Bing Rames is in because he's, he's Bing Rames. But I, I, I think this I, I think this is going to be a blowout. Right. David I mean, Dunn. David, David Dunn. I mean, remember that gigantic guy David Dunn beat up? Yeah. This is okay. David Dunn. All right. Let's see. We got David Dunn. All right. And then we got our all ladies. All ladies, right? Because we talked about this. And who's going to hit Dora Lee? Well, well yeah. Ripley. Is Rip, yeah, and see, in, in my original bracket, I actually had Dora Lee against a male figure, and my argument was going to be that Dora Lee is going to go further than you think, not because she can beat anybody up, but who's going to punch Dolly? Right. I mean, right. I wouldn't punch Dolly, and if you are going to punch Dolly, I think you're kind of evil. Yeah, you're. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. And and I don't think Ripley's evil, but I think that she's uh, she'll fight you. But now is she only fighting uh, in self defense? Right. She, is she an aggressor? Because the three ladies were actually aggressors. Right. Both within their their, their little they kind use of, their uh, wits and they their, their little stone daydream, and but then they actually all acted. I mean, you mm-hmm. know, between them, they were hog tying them, shooting guns at them, right? Chasing around, stealing dead bodies. To be fair, Dabney Coleman though is no. Ellen Ripley. I think her name's Ellen, wasn't it? I don't know. Um, no, and, that, and that's true. And that, you know, Dabney Coleman, I don't think, was ever in consideration for this tournament. Never. <laughs> um, <laughs> never. Never. Um, so, you know, this one's a tough one because you got three three against one. Mm-hmm. And, you know, these are some pretty feisty women. But right. Ripley, when, when backed against the wall, we know what she's capable of. I'm going to take Ripley. If it's in space, this is not close. If it's on Earth, I'm probably still going to take Ripley. Violet, Judy, and Dorley. Took advantage of kind of a weak man mm-hmm. and not a very intelligent man, and as that character were Ripley. Now, you know, the argument can be made that she didn't kill the alien until the alien was already dying. Right. But I, I think I'm with you. I, I, I think if, you know, back's against the wall, money's on the line, Ripley's going to win this one. I agree with that. Okay, so now let's go to Philadelphia. <laughs> let's go to our all-Rocky bracket. And mm-hmm. so... Round one is Rocky versus Thunderlips. We've seen this before. You know, so is he going to beat him again? Is Rocky- Does Rocky have to keep his gloves on? Because Good if question. Rocky has to keep his gloves on, Thunderlips will take yeah. him. Yep, that's right. That's right. So is this, is this bare-fisted? Anything goes? Anything goes. Anything goes, but then you have to go I'm taking Rocky. Rocky. Yeah, I think, Rocky. I think this one's a quick one. Yeah, yeah I think anything, Rocky. Okay. And, and the second one is the match we all want to see, which is Apollo versus Clubber. Now, here's the question, though. Is this... In the time continuum or time frame of Rocky Three, or can we say we got Apollo Creed from Rocky One? We have Apollo. We have Apollo Creed from Rocky One versus Clubber Lang Rocky Three. This one's tough. This is a tough one because Apollo. This is this is the if you were to take who these two characters. Well, we everybody knows that Apollo Creed was based off of Muhammad Ali. Right now, Mr. T wasn't based off Mike Tyson because Tyson wasn't around yet. But when you watch the movie and we talked about this, he is essentially it's, Tyson. it's essentially what Tyson ended up being. So essentially, we got Tyson fighting Ali, right? Uh, in this matchup, in their primes, in their prime, and you, you could probably argue, you know, okay, we saw that with Ali Frazier, right? You know, though I think Tyson was a little bit more animalistic, mm-hmm. and, you know, and I don't think he would be upset if I said that, and I hope not because I, I don't, I, I couldn't take him, no, no, <laughs> no I don't no. think I could. Um, but I, I think Apollo's athleticism. I think Apollo. I think I'm taking Apollo. I think this is our first upset because I think the uh, cerebral aspect of fighting um, favors Apollo. 
Creed is like, not Creed, um, uh, Clubber is more animalistic. He's going to punch himself out. Apollo's a smarter fighter. He's much like Rocky. They are similar. I'm going to take Apollo here. Well, and I, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to actually put icing on the cake with this one because we know that Rocky lost to Clubber in the first match Mm -hmm. and the movie and Rocky's mind was elsewhere. He was all the celebrity and all that, but Apollo trains him and Apollo teaches him to be light on his feet and teaches him to fight like how he fights. And then Rocky goes out and beats the crap out of Clubber Lang, and actually it's you know, like the one of the only fights, if not the only one in the franchise, where Rocky doesn't even need the whole fight to beat right. somebody up. That's right. So when Rocky was fighting like Apollo, he completely destroyed him. Clubber Lang. So I think, I think, right. I think Apollo's the right decision here. Okay. All right. Now we're going across the pond to Transylvania. Dracula versus Mr. Glass. I, I mean, you know, I, I, I liked having Mr. Glass in here, and I had him on my list too, but let's be honest, you know, a three-year-old could beat up Mr. Glass. Right. He's made of glass. Unless, like, he, unless before the tournament starts, he comes up with some, concocts some situation where he, you know, has a plane crash into Dracula's castle and kills him before they even yeah. make it to the tournament. Yeah. But I'm taking Dracula. If they get into the ring together, it's not a good Dracula. And, and, and I... And I, I think this would probably be like the quickest. Yes. If it, if it was actually a fight, not a game, I think this would be done in like <laughs> I, like two seconds. Right, right, right. Mr. And Glass you, stands up, he breaks his like, oh, he's laying down there. Dracula you, comes and sucks his blood. It's over. You wouldn't even see Dracula. Right. Dracula would be moving so fast and Glass would, yeah, it's, this one's a quick one. Which then makes Mr. Glass like a more evil, super smart vampire, which would be even scarier. Like Mr. Glass is well, a then vampire. He, then he would be, then then he he would, be would a be badass. Strong again. Yes, yeah, he would yes. be strong again. Yeah. 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 And then I think we have the most interesting first round matchup, which is Jackie Chan versus the alien. Who wouldn't pay to watch Jackie Chan fight an alien? I would pay to watch Jackie Chan fight anybody. That guy's one of my favorites. He's like doing all kinds of kung fu and the aliens coming at him. I think this is one of those that's really, really fun to watch. Like, right, this is Duke, North Carolina, like where they're going back and forth. But I think in the end, the alien gets him. Well, you might not, I don't know the answer to this, and maybe you do. Uh, you know, is Jackie Chan more like movie fighting, or like is, can he actually competitively fight too? Like Bruce Lee did lots of movies, but Bruce Lee could fight. He, yeah, he would fight in tournaments and like could, could actually. Um, so I don't know if Jackie Chan really is like you know if Jackie Chan went to like you know judo Olympic went to the right, Olympics for right. judo would he last like through the first round? Yeah. Is it or is it all just movies moves? Right, but. I still, I'm going to go with Jackie Chan on this one, so we might You're have to figure out Chan. a tiebreaker. Okay. And the reason I'm going to go with Jackie Chan is just going back to the alien getting weaker as as very quickly in, in nine. And I think Jackie Chan could, is quick enough to kind of survive those initial, you know, attacks and will be able to get to the point to where the alien's weak enough for, for him to kill him. Well, I'm not going to fight you on this. I just told you this was Duke, North Carolina, yeah. which means the last possession's going to win it. And yeah, yeah. If, if we take Jackie Chan as the upset here, I'll take it. Like, I, I think this is a good one. Well, let, let, let's both hold our own, and we'll see. We'll, we'll discuss both of them against Dracula, because if we say Dracula, can beat both of them, it's kind of a neat point. Anyway. Yeah, I think that's right. That's All right, right. So I'll go Jackie Chan, okay. and you go alien. So we got our Elite Eight. Okay. All right. So now now we've got the, uh, you know, the, the regional finals, and we're in Charlotte. North Carolina, and we have got uh, Max Katie versus James Cole. And uh, y- y- this is one that you brought up interestingly in the podcast. Like, how th- would they fight? Like, could James Cole beat Max Katie? Because every time you know something happens, he could travel back in time and heal himself and come right back and come back and mm-hmm. find him. And so, this is an interesting one. So, what's your take on this? Well, I, you know, thinking a little bit more about that, you know, this is James Cole versus Max Katie, not. James Cole and a bunch of scientists in the future versus Max Cage. Right, right. So I'm going to take out of the equation that he can time travel back mm-hmm. and forth. 
Um, and I, and I, so then it goes back to, you know, what in 12 monkeys made Cole tough? You know, he beats up the people that were trying to rape Madeline Stowe. Right. You know, beats up the guy with the telephone. But I, there's nothing really, he's a tough guy. But do you remember there being anything supernatural? No, he's not an elite level tough guy. No, yeah, where 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 Max Katie, you know, he took a like a, the beating by all the chains, pipes, and, and, and you know, and uh, you know, he we joked a lot about how he was very almost you know supernaturally strong. Right. So I, I think and, Cole and, could put up a good fight. Yes, but I ultimately I think Katie. Is. Yeah, this this is like a. Um, you know, this is like a Michigan State game where, where the score is, is in the 50s or 60s or something, but I think Max Cady takes yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. So we got Max Cady as our first Final Four? Correct. All right, excellent, excellent. All right. All right. Now we're going to go um, out to Spokane where we've got David Dunn versus Ripley. Once again, I'm going to go with the whole supernatural play here. David Dunn. Yeah, I mean, it's like, I, I mean, because I, I actually think David Dunn, if David Dunn would have destroyed the alien, yeah. and, and I, I just, I don't think... Um, I, you know, I don't think Ripley would last too long. Uh, and once again, unless she had like water to throw on it, right. or it was raining outside, or she walked in in those cotton panties and he got distracted. You know, I don't think he would get distracted. I don't know. He was he, the stuff was not real good at home with Robin Wright. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll, see. we'll Yeah, we'll have to think about that one. That, maybe but, that, but, maybe that's the sequel. That's the, that yeah, maybe. I'm taking but, David Dunn though. Yeah, I think we're I think we're taking David Dunn here too. All right, now now it gets interesting because we have Rocky versus Apollo, which we've seen on the screen multiple times. One and one in in matchups that we've seen. Fights that go down to the last right. minute. The only fight that we haven't seen is the one at the end of Rocky Three, where they're gonna fight it out. But we don't know who wins. Yeah, this is a tough one because really, this one now you're taking kind of the whole you know uh, overview of the mm-hmm. the Rocky franchise. Hmm, what do you think? I think in their prime, neutral site. I'm thinking I take Apollo. Why? Again, I think Rocky is tough. Rocky can take a punch. Rocky is strong. Rocky is all of those things. I still think Rocky is, Apollo is the smarter fighter. I think he is the more savvy individual. And like you mentioned, he trained Rocky to beat Clubber Lane. Like I think he is generally one step above Rocky. And the one time Rocky beat him, I think he sort of discounted him a little bit. Like he did discount him in the first one, and even in the second one, he was like. I got this guy. Like, I was just not, not, and then Rocky got him. But I, th- I think he's smart enough to learn, and I, I don't think Rocky uh, evolved as a fighter the way that Apollo could. May I present this? Yes. If we go to Rocky Four, mm-hmm. what happens to Apollo? Well, he gets destroyed well, he by. He gets destroyed. Dry. He gets killed. killed. Yes, of Literally course. Literally killed. Well, but, but he, but to be fair, he did not. Train for that. That he thought was a show. He thought that was the same thing that Rocky thought he was getting with Thunderlips in Rocky Three. Right. Like we're just going to stand out there, and Drago's like shooting himself up, and I'm going to just punch you down into the ground. And he's how many years past retirement? He's probably yeah. eight years out of into retirement, right? right? So that's. I mean, that would be like saying, "Hey, Lennox Lewis, you want to come out and fight this, uh, you know, badass Russian guy right now?" Right. Right. And for charity, and you're just going to stand out there and just mess around. Mm-hmm. All right, so yeah, so you're not buying that one. Um, I'm not anti Rocky. Like I want to, you know, Rock. I, there's a strong pull to Rocky. The, the emotional pull is to Rocky, obviously. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll, you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll go with Apollo on this one. Um, you know, I, 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 you know, I think Rocky. I, I wish we had seen more of Apollo's career. Yeah, I agree. Because with that. I, we, you know, to get 
if we just look at those two versus each other, it's smack even. Right. Or, you know, right down the line. And we have more evidence of Rocky's strengths and weaknesses where Apollo, other than the, the Ivan Drago fight, which you, you're, you're right, he did not take that very seriously. So, but I'll, I'll go with Apollo because I think, once again, if, you, if, you know, if there would have been a third fight between, if Rocky Three would have been Apollo and Rocky, and Carl Weathers was the person that created the movie. Correct. Would, I would not Weathers. have been surprised if right. Apollo was. What? Yeah. Well, and this is and this is a tournament. This is a March Madness NCAA style tournament. Crazy We've got to have some upsets, yeah, and, and it's got to be upsets against you know for people who know one another, know how to. Yeah, okay. I, I think All Apollo right. moves on. All right, Apollo moves on. All right. Now, now could either kind of you know we were kind of split on Jackie Chan and Alien. Either one of them have a chance against Dracula. Jackie Chan has no chance. Jackie Chan has no chance whatsoever. And I don't think he is. I don't think the alien does either. I mean, I, I, Dracula, like, I, I still don't even know how he got killed in his own movie. <laughs> I mean, I'm still trying to figure right, out. Right, right, right. <laughs> it's like, yeah. all the other people that, like, died in their movie, it's like, okay, it makes sense. It's like, how did Dracula die? It's like, he should have no problem taking those guys on. That's right. That's right. Uh, yeah. Except and the sunlight thing. The, but... the sun was coming out and he was kind of rushed and all that. Yeah, so, I mean, I guess he got caught. So, so definitely this fight would have to be at night. Right. Because it was during the daytime. Now, what if what if there was a what would happen if there was a fight between? Uh, well, well, we'll get to that. So I think we're both going to say Dracula. Yeah, Dracula. Okay, Dracula. All right, all right, Dracula. All right, so, so we got a good final four here. Yeah. Dracula, so we got Max Cady versus Dracula. Apollo Creed. We got David Dunn versus Dracula. Which one does CBS like most? Because which one is going to be at night? Because one of them is going to start at six o'clock, and one of them is going to start at eight thirty. I think Katie Apollo is going to be the six o'clock game. Because okay. I think everyone knows Katie's going to win this one. Correct. I, I don't think there's any question. I, okay. I, yeah. So let's just go ahead and put Katie in the finals, which is you know this is the who can be that Max Katie tournament. So sure. He should be in the finals. Right. We, so the main event, and, the, and, and this is at night. So we've got yeah. David Dunn, who is superhuman. We've got Dracula, who is superhuman, and we're doing this at eight thirty. So it's dark. So Dracula. Well, see, this is what I was going to ask though. What would happen if this fight was during the daytime in the rain? Oh, uh, I think David Dunn wins because a, a vampire. He's not just, allowed to have his little pork on. Right, but he's not strong in the rain. But he doesn't die in the rain. Okay. Like Dracula gets burnt up by the sun. Okay, so he's done. Mm-hmm. Like the sun kills Dracula. Okay, so so that's why. So good. It's the night game. Yeah. Okay, and we're going to say it's dry outside to keep things... It's indoors. It's indoors, yeah. yeah. Okay. This is at Jerry World in Dallas, just right. for the purposes of this discussion. All right. <laughs> uh, all right, so we got Dracula and David Dunn. Uh-huh. Where do we go with this one? This is tough. This is a really tough one. I think uh, I could see David Dunn winning this whole thing, but it's really hard to beat Dracula. Well, okay, so you think, let's think of it this way. What, what does it take to kill Dracula? What do you have to do to kill Dracula? You have some light. You have a stake. Yeah, the we heart. don't have the light, so you, yeah, you, so you essentially got to get a stake through the heart. heart right. You got to get a stake through his heart. What do you got to do? And not including the water, what do you got to do to kill David Dunn? Do we know? I don't know. We don't know. <laughs> I mean, we you, don't I mean know. Like, if you like smashed him in a trash compactor, in an right. industrial trash compactor, I don't know. I don't when know. He just kind of like pop back out and be like, right. eh, I'm fine. And so I, I got to go David Dunn because I know how to kill Dracula. I don't know how to kill David yeah, Dunn. Yeah, you have to believe that somebody gets through security with some kind of a shiv that David Dunn can put into the heart of Dracula. Well, right? then he would probably just find something. He's, he's so strong. He'd just like rip, you know, grab a bench. Well, and, or, that's a great point. Out. That's a great point because if we're just hanging out like on a basketball court or in a boxing ring or whatever, Dracula is, is you know, depending upon what form he takes. Like maybe he's, you know, a wolf or a dog or whatever. Or maybe he's a thousand-year-old man and then Dunn just – Punches him in the face, knocks him down, and 
does his business. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. You good with David Dunn? I'm great with David Dunn. This is this is what I really wanted to see is David Dunn versus Max Cady. Yeah. This is what the fans came to see. (laughs) That's right. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. No one's gonna win any money on it because the odds were so low. Yeah. Right. All all those all all those people that put like five hundred dollars on Clover Lane, you're like, crap, man. I thought this team would go farther than this. (laughs) By the way, speaking of cash. Nate and I are in on a Calcutta, and we have Auburn. So every time Auburn wins, we keep making cash. Yes. What war, is war damn eagle. War eagle, tiger, whatever they are. Yeah. 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 And I'm, I'm most I've liked Auburn since Bo Jackson was there. <laughs> For sure. Me too. <laughs> All right. David Dunn, Max Cady. This one's – now, this is the interesting one about this one is David Dunn. If you think of how Max Cady died, David mm. Dunn would not have been able to kill him that way. Correct. Because it was in the water, in the, water. the rain, and, and Max Cady would have won that fight. Yes. In that scenario. Right. But we're not on a houseboat. Okay. And we're not... Where's this game taking place? We're, we're still at Jerry World. We're still at Jerry like, World? Yeah, the Final Four is at Jerry World right, this year. All right, all right. I mean, we can do it someplace else. Like, no, we, we can do the national they, championship they, 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 at MSG, they, they, or we can do it... As long as we get a check from AT&T here in a few weeks... Perfect. We won't erase this part. That's right. Yeah. Um, and I think if there's no water involved, I think David Dunn ultimately wins. Well, I think so too. I mean, I mean, let's think about it. Well, I mean, really, what what killed Max Cady was he got outsmarted. Yeah, and when he got handcuffed to the part of the boat that was sinking, mm-hmm. and, you know, now he can take a beating too because remember those rocks that yeah. McNulty was throwing him on at the end. I yeah, yeah. Some, you know, so he has that kind of supernatural power too. But once again, I I, I think if 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 I, you know, if, if I did have to put money on the fight, I, I think David Dunn's going to do this. Me too. Um, Me too. He's got some superhuman thing, um, and he's savvy enough. Like, we saw him talk his kid out of shooting him in the chest because his kid knew he had something special. So he's savvy enough to figure out his way in a fight and, and use his brain. So I like David Dunn in this fight. Well, and he's and, – and both of them are methodical. Yep. But I think where Max Cady loses this fight is Max Cady's methodical, but just a little crazy. Yeah. A well, little, I mean, like legitimate yeah. insanity. Yes. Where David Dunn has that same methodical aspect, same toughness, can mm-hmm. be supernatural. A lot of the same characteristics between these two guys. Right. Um, except for David Dunn is, he's, you know, he's, his mind is there. He's, 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 he's doing it to survive and he, and he doesn't, you know, he, he's not doing it to get revenge. And, you know, where you might say revenge is the ultimate motivator, I think he's... He's a reluctant like, fighter. He's a reluctant as, as opposed to Katie, who is is more of an aggressor mm-hmm. within all of that stuff. Right. But that also, I think, like, that's where it would become... You know, maybe this would be what, kind of one of those where I think Katie might be take winning it early mm-hmm. on. Yeah. Because, you know, David Dunn really doesn't want to fight him. You know, but it's like it gets to a point where David Dunn's like, this guy's insane. It's either him or me. So I'm going to have to kill you now. Yeah, I mean that scene where David Dunn, after he finds the 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 kids in the closet and the woman chained mm-hmm. to the radiator, when he really goes at that dude, who's huge, there is nothing going to stop him. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So so um, David Dunn, um, I'm yeah. happy with that. I'm good with that. That's the uh, that's the champion. That's that's the um, champion of season one, David Dunn. So so will he carry over into season two? 
Uh, we'll, we'll need to come we'll, up with we'll have to else. sort out some new rules that will break going into season two. But yeah, uh, yeah that's a that's a good one. Well, and it's just been you know, for, and, and hopefully you guys have you know, we tried to throw little things in every episode that kind of carry on that you know, just to kind of get some woven, um, you know, fun things going on in these podcasts. So they're like, who can be that Max Katie thing? I thought was pretty fun to do. Um, yeah, that was totally your idea, and I loved it. Yeah, That's a great and, idea. And, and, uh, and full disclosure, uh, you all uh, listening have no idea how many times we were about to hit the record button, and I was like, oh, crap, we didn't think of a Mexican thing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, we, we, gotta, we didn't get in it. We got to get it back. <laughs> we got to get a Mexican We wrapped it. We've got to re-record an insert. <laughs> yeah, on several episodes, we had to record a Mexican thing after the fact and edit it in. So thanks, Jim, who's our editor-in-chief or chief editor, because um, most of those were pretty seamless. But, yeah, it was, it was, a, it was a lot of fun. Um, what would have been, you know, other than the obvious, you know, is there one of the matches within here that you were just like, even though it's not people that are going to win, that you're just like, I really wish I could have seen that one. And I think all the Philadelphia brackets out because we've seen all those. Before. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Jackie Chan and the Alien. I think Jackie Chan and the Alien would be a really good That'd one. That'd be really fun. Really good one. Yeah. And um, and I and I think the 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 women's battle in boys would be fun. Would yeah, be, that'd be really fun. fun yeah, too. that's yeah. We should have put those in the same bracket so we could like get some tickets to that. Show. Yeah. yeah. Right. And you know we're gonna have to do better in season two if we're gonna do this again because um, foul play and boogie nights do not give us a ton of people that I can think of that are gonna really. Um, be able to come strong in a bracket like this. Well, maybe we do like a people most sexiest man, most sexiest oh, yeah, type thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, based on you know that time when they're in right, the movie, right. um, we could do best musician. You know, so it doesn't have to be who can beat up who. Right, right, right. Um, but we'll we'll come up with something. And um, I do love a bracket so much. Yeah, we'll, we'll have a good tournament on it. And but regardless of what it is, even if it's like best female ballet dancing, David Dunn gets on max spot. Correct. Okay, all right. that's good. That seems right. <laughs> I mean, it's like yeah. there has to be something for women. <laughs> something for everybody. Yeah. Universal. So, um, all right. So that so that's it. So that's the end of this um, the bracket. We finally got to the end of that, and so um, now we move on to the next part of our season finale. Okay, guys. So for the next segment of our podcast season finale, we're going to kind of. Um, uh, borrow an idea and uh, you know because all artists steal a little bit and um, if you ever remember the old David Letterman show David Letterman would call his mom and have her on the show periodically and so we're gonna um, take a call tonight from uh, one of our most loyal listeners she's listened to every podcast at least once and most of them twice and it is Nate's mom Nate do you want to introduce your mom hey mom how are you tonight Hey, it's exciting to have you on the phone. Yeah, is, uh, our Devin. first ever call-in, our first ever call-in listener. That's right, that's right. And this is my mom, Debbie, and she's from Ohio. Right, and uh, so thanks a lot for uh, bumping up our listenership in Ohio and uh, spreading the word up there. I did. I tell everyone. Oh, right. well, thank you. We're going to send you a free t-shirt and a koozie. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> So, mom, now I, 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 let's let's re, let's go back to what Jim said. Now, have you listened to all of them? And it's okay if you haven't, because I know you've listened to most. No, well, I haven't listened to all of them. Okay. Do you have a favorite? Yes. All right. My favorite actually was Cannonball Run. All right. <laughs> Excellent. I feel validated in making that decision. Yes. Now, 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 did you did you watch the movie again or just listen to the podcast? No, I have not. But it's on to watch this. Yeah, definitely go back and watch it. 
Yeah. Well, well, you remember it, right? Of course, you remember it from back in the day, of course. Oh, yeah. You know, Yeah. So, now, now so, so, so Debbie, be honest with us here for a minute. Did you have a little crush on Burt Reynolds back in the day? Oh, didn't we all? Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask the same thing, but I don't want to... Do you have any answer or reasoning for the whole how uh, hairy chests were once very sexy on men, but now they're not? It's the exact opposite? Hair. <laughs> <laughs> Understandable. Yeah. Well, Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. Right. yes. Let, let, let's say Dad had Dad, Dad made Bird Reynolds look like a, a an Olympic swimmer. Gotcha. gotcha. <laughs> awesome. Now I know this is you know it's an hour long podcast and it's you know we try to be funny we try to keep people entertained but it is a, a time commitment. When, when do you listen to the podcast? I know you're just not sitting on the couch when you could be watching sports in a movie. Yes. Yeah. When when is a good time for people to listen to this? Okay. I'm a walker, and I look while I'm walking, and I love to look while I'm walking. But I'm sure every time the clock steps, you're wondering, what is she laughing at? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. That's good. Well, you should you, you should wear a sign around your neck that says, I'm laughing at uh, Jim and Nate's podcast, and here's a link to we it. We have to get her the T-shirt. We just have to get the T-shirt. <laughs> yes, we got to get the T-shirts made. So, so, you know, um, so uh, uh, tell us about, you know, what, what were some of the things that you, like, liked that we did and maybe some of the things that, like, oh, we could have done better? Oh, okay. Uh, for example, in Cannonball Run, some of the things that I really liked about it was that, you know, kind of tight down with what would have been, like, this alternate action. And I thought that was fun because I, and I met a couple of different ones talked about other who maybe were going to be um, cast but were not, mm-hmm. and how that would fit the movie. In, before that, a little bit, I think, in Cannonball Run, and I really enjoyed that. Yeah, yeah, that's that's something that we really like to do is to. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. They're, they're talking about it culturally, and we do love to talk about. Uh, who would be good in this role or that role, and um, that yeah. that sort of debate is one yeah, of my favorite that, things. That was really enjoyable. I have enjoyed all of them, but I really laughed hard at the comments. They're hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one was that one. We when we finished it, we were we both uh, I think said uh, we got a winner on this one. This one was the best one, most yeah. fun we've had. Yeah. yeah. Were Were there any that like? Maybe you can title the podcast because that movie is so fun. Yes, that's, that's oh, a good hey, thing. hey, yeah. hey, oh, I like that. I like that. That's a good idea. Now, were there were there any movies that you like? Were there movies that you don't remember seeing, and whether you've watched them or not, not necessarily important right now. But maybe you were like, I've never seen that movie before, but now I'm kind of intrigued, and I might watch it sometime. Definitely, uh, I have never seen Fran Stoker's Dracula, and definitely want to watch. Oh, oh, that's oh, you'll you would love that. Yeah. That's that's in your wheelhouse. Wow. Yeah, I you really you explained it and talked about it enough that I really want to watch it. Now there has been this one was it maybe twelve months? No, no, the one with Prince Willis, the um, not breakable, the one after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah tw- twelve monkeys or, or breakable. Frank's guys is too 
Yeah, that one, it was unbreakable, and we it, we really went long on that. That was... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we were a little self-indulgent. Yeah, it's better. You, you edited it a little more and made them a little easier to listen to. Yeah, yeah. I think that's right. I think we can get get better at editing and, and, and kind of reining ourselves in. Now, now I, I, I think the two of you have a, a real good rapport with one another, play off of each other, have to make all of the podcasts for me. Well, I appreciate that. That's that's what we're going for, and, I, and that's why uh, when we came up with this idea, I, I, I brought Nate in because I thought he and I just have this great uh, chemistry, just sitting around talking about silly stuff. And uh, yeah, now, well, um, oh, I've heard the question. I was just going to ask. Well, let me let me ask this. So, Debbie, um, Nate tells me you're a big movie fan. You watch a lot of movies. Uh, what's your favorite movie? Do you have a favorite? Yes, my favorite movie of all time is Apollo thirteen. Okay, I love that movie. Oh, wow. that, that's a great movie. I have Huh. Right. Now, did you watch the Ryan, which which of Ryan did a movie last year? We oh, talked about him on the Oscar cast. Yeah, uh, no, I have not seen that one yet. Yeah, the it's one about, uh, Neil Armstrong. Uh, on the moon. Right. Yeah, 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 first man, it's, first man, it's, it's excellent, it's excellent. How's it compared to Apollo 13? Thank you. It's different, but it's still really, really good. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it, it's, I, I would say it's kind of comparable in terms of the uh, tautness of the movie and, and kind of the, the character development and things like that. I think it's excellent. Yeah. So, 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 mom, in, in in the nine to five episode, I brought up that I wonder if this was what it was like when you rejoined the workforce, and you, when you and I have discussed it um, outside the podcast, you you're saying you said not really. So, do you talk a little bit because you did kind of go back to the workforce during that era, and you were talking to me last night about you know different movies that were more influential. You want to spend a moment or two on that? And that makes sense, kind of cutthroat, because there were so few spots and, and such a small amount of opportunity. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that's good. Um, do, do you have any? Um, you know, we're, we're wrapping up season one, and we've we've we're, we've teased a lot in this uh, finale episode that we we might do one more for season one and break some rules. Uh, we're, but going into season two, what would you like to see more of? Or do you have any suggestions that we should? You know. Well, Right, one of my very favorite movies of all time, and I would love to hear you guys discuss it. I'm definitely going to watch it again. It's Breaking Arrowhead. Oh my gosh, that's a, it's such a great one. The first movie I saw was Nicholas Cage, and I just fell in love immediately with him. First, I did, and then still in love with him. And I thought, I loved that movie. The humor of it was just perfect for me. Well, depending on, you know, based on how his career arc goes, we could probably get him as a guest next year. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Son, you've got a panty on your head. <laughs> so, now... That, that would be my, my first recommendation. <laughs> yeah, awesome. So, so, Debbie, have you ever met a movie star? Oh, that's a really good question. Um, I have met 
Um, I'm a pretty provincial wife. Not a lot of miscards in Ohio. Yeah, yeah. It, it, you've never you've never seen like Martin Sheen walking around Dayton. <laughs> I haven't either. I've seen a couple in, in some random spots, but I've never. Have you ever met a movie star name? Um, not a star. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've I've met some people that have been in stuff. Right. Well, we we had a friend. My 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 bro, one of my brother's friends went to Hollywood and you know did okay and was in a movie or two and was on TV a little bit. Yeah. So that would probably be about the closest I've been. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Now now uh now mom um. Talk a, talk a little bit about you know your name Debbie Deborah. Where did that yeah. where were you named after somebody? I did not find out until I was an adult that I was set in name for a nice biblical character. My mother named Deborah Kirk. <laughs> Deborah Kirk. All right, all right. Great. Great. And, and, and she's I was when I found out. And, 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 and Olivia was named for Olivia de Havilland. Wow, that's yeah. uh, awesome. So, so what? So what you're what you're saying is your mom was Yeah, she was a bit of a cinephile and influence. That's awesome. And 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 now and and. And 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 my mom, my grandma, she grew up in Butler County on a on a on a farm. Um, and this is the the best story to just kind of describe her upbringing. Um, she ended up, my grandpa that she married grew up in Chicago, so he was a city guy, and the, the story goes around the Depression, where, of course, my grandpa knew what the Depression was like and, and lived through it and, and all the all the perils involved, where my grandma didn't even know the Depression was going on. <laughs> you know, they were, <laughs> Butler County was just depressed all the time. <laughs> yeah, and they, they lived off, you know, they lived off the land. They right. bought, like, you know, two or three things from the, the general store, but other than that, they took care of themselves. And so I find it interesting and fascinating that, that grandma was you know, actually in the movies. And we're, we're going to throw a double bonus at you because my grandma is actually on the line as well. So, so grandma, are you there? Yes, she's right here. She's going to slide over. All right. So can you get her on the phone for a second? Yeah, grandma's here. <laughs> All right. Hey, grandma, this is my friend Jim. Say hi. Hi. Hey, how are you? It's so good. I've heard so much about you, and your name is Capitola, right? All right, all right. Well, now one of the things that we sometimes do, though, is we cross promote other people who have um, creative projects that that want to get their their word out. And I have seen some of your YouTube videos, and they are impressive. I will tell you that. Oh my! So so. Yeah, yeah. Well. Yeah, yeah, but you're doing, but you're doing great at teaching people how to, you know, do things around the house, some kind of lost art sorts of things on you on your uh, YouTube videos, right? Oh, yeah, aren't you crazy? Yep. Oh. And now, if you if you if if you do want to see some of Grandma's videos, if you just go to YouTube and tap in Captola and search, you'll find her real quick. So, Grandma, 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 do you have a favorite movie of all time? Gone with the wind. That's a. Do you have a favorite quote from Gone with the Wind? Yes, I 
yeah, I don't know nothing about birth and no babies, right? <laughs> yeah. No. And what now? Why? Why did you like that movie, Grandma? Did you like Scarlett O'Hare or Rep Butler more? Oh, okay. Okay. Did you have? Did you have dresses? Okay. Yeah, that's a good one. So now, did you ever? Who was your favorite leading man? Who was the guy on screen? The man on screen that you would say that that guy's good to look at. Okay. I don't, I don't know if I even had. I might have once had a favorite, but I don't know. I don't remember. I don't watch no movies. Yeah. You were you were um, looking at the costumes and enjoying the uh, the beauty of the movie. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. Okay. Very and, good. And you boys are working hard, but this old woman don't have a lot of things. Yeah, well, thanks for thanks for being on the show, Grandma. You, uh, you can you can hand the phone back over to Mom. But thank you very much. It was great to talk to you. Grandma loves you. Okay, love you too. Okay. So, Mom, you know, um, now that we're wrapping up season one, what what you know, what are, what are, what other things could we be doing? Okay, I was I was thinking about maybe you could at the end of the show uh, give it. Give us three choices, or you take one of three choices. Should this movie be remade? Hmm. Should this movie have a sequel? Or should this movie be going with the lost star? Yeah, I like that. I like that. Yeah, <laughs> should, we, should we screw this movie in uh, the, the Church of Notre Dame? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Right. <laughs> I love that. And For a little more participation. Yes, I, I love that idea. Um, and I, we've thought about that and talked about it. Um, we And that's something that's coming. We just have to get a few more listeners. Um, <laughs> because. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mom. Thank you so much for doing this. Love you so much. Oh, love- you are very welcome. Keep up the good work. It's so enjoyable. Thank you so much. It's so good to talk to you. And I really appreciate your listening and support of what we're doing. Welcome. You're welcome. I mean, it, it's great entertainment. Okay. Well, tell 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 Grandma. Thank you too. It was a lot of fun. I will. Okay, <laughs> Mom. We'll talk to you later. See you. Okay. Bye bye. Okay. So the next part of our finale, we want to go back and talk about something that we did earlier this season, and that was our Oscar betting or Oscar gambling, if you will. If you guys have, have followed the show and listened up, you know that we did a little Oscar um, betting. We picked who we thought would win. We pretended we each had a dollar on each particular big six race. Uh, so it's not real money. It's not real money. Oh, okay. 
Just pride. Just just pride. Uh, we're pretending. It's fake gambling. Um, and we had we're trying to be good influences for the kids. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we had uh, two special guests. We had Elizabeth Alfin and Jill Grushon. They were with us. They are back for mm-hmm. the season finale. Hello, ladies. Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> like boom, boom, pow. Restate that neither Nate nor I had watched the... You watched the, Bohemian uh, Rhapsody was the only right, one you right. had. Well, you know, yeah. So. Well, that's okay. Like many people watch the Oscars, never watch the movies. They they have people they're pulling for. They have a direction they think it might go or should go, and it, it goes whatever it goes. So, given that <laughs> we pretended we had six bucks, a dollar on each particular race, um, starting with the worst to the best, so getting exactly zero correct and earning zero dollars back would be. Jill <laughs> yes. yeah. 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 Yes. Somebody has to do it. Right, well, right. Somebody has to be the winner. You know what? If, 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 if nobody's a loser, then nobody else can be a winner. So you have to have the end Correct. Of the game. To, the, Correct. The, to the rest of you, you're right. Welcome. And so we had we, we did Vegas odds on these, right? Remember. And so um, in, in third place was Nate. Uh, he got uh, one correct. That was Regina King from If Beale Street Could Talk. And, and that was a really uh, low paying situation so he got a uh, dollar 50 back on his six dollars total so uh, all right, all right. All right. that's so, usually better than i do when i gamble. that's kind of like going to the track a little <laughs> yeah. bit right so third or second place was me um i picked uh regina king and i picked remy malik and so for my six dollars i got four dollars and 70 cents back so you know that is really kind of like going to the track right like i'm gonna make make enough money to cover my bets but i'm gonna be down by the time i get beers and hot dogs and whatever else so winning is our esteemed colleague elizabeth alfin she uh um, took, you all can't see it, but confetti is falling out. Yes, right yes. <laughs> and it's pink. <laughs> uh, so she took long shot Olivia Coleman, and she had Rami Malek. And the Olivia Coleman piece was the one that brought it home. She goes home with eight dollars and forty cents on her six dollars. Wow. So dinner's at me. Excellent. We're all we're all getting can't wait for that bag of tacos. <laughs> White Castle, here we come. <laughs> Little Caesars. So anyway, Taco Bell, no drinks. <laughs> so we watched it. It was super fun. Um, we did this little gambling thing. Uh, we watched the Oscars, and um, was there any? So Joe didn't get any right. Right, I got one right. Right. Now, did the one that I get right? Did you two get right? Uh, I got the one you got right okay. as well. And so, and and then she and I both got Rami Malek, and she got Olivia Coleman, which was the big um, long shot okay. that, that paid. Oh, right. gotcha, gotcha. And and if she could have done an exacta or something like that, then she would have been in great shape. But oh, yeah. I'm not. I don't have enough math skills to figure that out. So. Next year, next yeah. year, <laughs> next year. We have, we, have, we have a few months. So mm-hmm. since we, so I'll go to you, Elizabeth, just quickly because we've watched all the Oscar movies and like after all the Oscar stuff. Is there anything that sticks out to you that you want to rewatch? So the one that I want to rewatch is Bohemian Rhapsody because yeah. I just really enjoyed it the first time around, and I want to watch it again. Yeah. Some of the other ones I loved and appreciated, but I don't necessarily want to watch them, you know, while I'm getting ready or right um, on repeat because they're important and they're good, but they're not easy watches. No, yeah, I, I do have an update because uh, at time of original recording, I had not watched any. Yes. Now I have watched the first ten minutes of the one that was on Netflix. That was like... Oh, uh, Roma? Roma. Yeah. Yeah. Let me repeat. I watched the first 10 minutes. I knew, I knew. <laughs> you got to subtitle that one. That's a subtitle. Okay. So yeah, I, yeah, I can't do subtitles. Um, Black watched, and white and subtitles. I watched Green Book, yeah. and I don't know how things would have been different had I watched it beforehand, but I'm going to 
I'm going to guess that, did they win anything? Green Book won Best Picture. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah. And so best I might would have if that was the only movie that I'd watched besides Bohemian Rhapsody, I might have I might have won that. Okay. Because I really enjoyed that. Okay. Well yeah. um I knew you would hate Roma, Nate. I knew with all of my heart that <laughs> yeah. you would hate Roma. Yeah, and, and well and see and see that's the thing about the Academy Awards, is it's like I probably would like Bohemian Rhapsody, I probably would like Green Book, I probably would like two or three of the other ones, but you get this one that just why is it even in there? And so I try to be, you know, I'm gonna watch the artsy one and then I don't like it and then I don't want to watch any of the rest of them. Yeah, I'm like I'm, I'm moving on. It kind of grows on you. Like they yeah. lead, they lead. Like like, the, like like mushrooms grow on you. Like, they they like, lead with the sweeping up the dog poop in the garage. Right. But it gets better. We start. <laughs> I, I, I would hope it would get better after that. We started because <laughs> I want to get worse. <laughs> we started that movie on like a Friday night, and we were tired, and we were like, "This kind of sucks." And then the next morning, we woke up, and we're like. You want to go back and finish this? Yeah, let's start it again. And then we watched it, and we both really liked it. So, um, but it, it's not really the most action-packed or uh, exciting film that you're going to watch. Yeah, I like it, too. If you watch one of the Oscar movies and you don't like it, your odds go way up for liking the other ones. Because there's always potentially yeah, that's one true. that that's you're not going to like. Kind of like, you know, if if I know somebody whose house is burned down, I, I figure I'm I'm in the clear, right? Right, I mean, correct. many people. Right. Yeah, no, no, I, I agree. It. Don't be afraid. I agree. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I got other hobbies. I think I smell smoke. <laughs> <laughs> and so just to wrap it up, like I thought Green Book was a fine movie, um, but I would say that in 10 or 15 years, it's probably going to be reviled as one of the worst movies to win an Oscar, like against the field that it was with. I think it's going to be looked at with movies like Crash and American Beauty, which I, th- I love both of those movies, but uh, movie snobs don't really care much for them as far as Oscar winners, and I suspect Green Book is going to fall into that category at some point. Mm. But So right. what is the, and, and I'm coming in on a left field on this one, but of the recent movies that have won Academy Awards, are there any that like 15, 20 years from now, like when our kids are doing, is that movie still good from 2018? Or is there going to be an Oscar movie from this era that they said, yeah, that was really good, that was worth it? That's a good question. Um, I'm Are they just going to remember all the Avenger movies? Well, well, likely that's a, that's a, that's a very likely situation. Um, I'm, I, I wish I had the Oscar because you know in front we, we've me. talked um, about. And I don't think we've like said yet, but we 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 have teased that we might have a one more yeah. show here in season one, and we're going to break all our rules mm-hmm. and actually go back to an Oscar winning movie from twenty years ago. That is actually fairly maligned. Is not really one that that, that people uh, care for it, have with high esteem uh, in the snob circles. Oh, still, I thought the snobs loved it. Not so much. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, it's brilliant. You gonna let us in on it? Um, I don't know. Is there a Max Katie contender in the movie? Is that why? Not really. No, not really. Max Katie contender. No. All right. Mike Coombs, what was your favorite Oscar movie? This year? Yeah. Uh, Green Book was pretty nice. Yeah. All right, Mike Coombs. I, I, I think that. it will be remembered as a fine movie. Mike Coombs, uh, he is at Man of the Bill if you follow him on Instagram. (laughs) And uh, he says Green Book, his favorite movie, and it will be remembered fondly going forward. Because um, it has controversy around it. So Mm -hmm. it will always be remembered. I think it scrubbed up controversy. I think the controversy oh. was 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 uh, controversy sanitized. Was, was kind of over in the corner. Yeah, and so I think I think it scrubbed up. up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway, whatever. Yeah. So, all right. So, any other Oscar situations? No, but let's just real quick. Um, twenty twenty Oscars. Uh huh. You all hear anything? I know it's early. Today is Easter. Yes. Or Aprilish area. Uh-huh. Um. 
the Tarantino movie coming out in about two months. Yep. Uh, with Brad Pitt and Leo. Yeah, I haven't heard any buzz on anything that's like a, you know, I've, I've read some things about stuff coming out, you know, projects that are in development. The Tarantino thing is fascinating because he is one of my very, very favorite directors. So excited about that. Yeah, and it's been a few years since yeah. any of his kind of got the, uh, you know. Yeah, he, he his last one was Hateful Eight, which was awesome, and I think won a cinematography or was at least nominated for that. And yeah. it did win Best Score, um, and it was a great movie. Uh, but, you know, we'll see what the new one is. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. All right. Any any gambling that you guys want to discuss since we just did that? And Elizabeth, you you won the, the cash. Yeah. Where is the cash? I got it. Don't worry. I know. Is that going to be direct deposit? Right. Right. <laughs> I'm going to pay you in tacos. Taco Bell's across the street. I got it. Um, so you guys know if you've listened to the show, you know we're in Kentucky. We're based out of Louisville. We've got the Kentucky Derby coming up, and we apologize because this episode has taken a long time to record and get out because we're in the middle of spring break, NCAA tournament. We're getting into derby prep season, all of that stuff. Um, quickly, I really like maximum security right now for the derby. Anybody who's uh, listening and likes horses, and we do have a lot of horse people that follow us. Um, uh, I like I'll, maximum I'll, security. Winner of the Florida Derby. Yeah, I, I, I usually don't look until the week before. Well, I've, I've, I, I like maximum security, and I like Omaha Beach uh, if the if the track is sloppy. It's so not, it's not Baffert's year. I think that's right. I think it's not Baffert's year. Yeah, I've watched the uh, California horses too, and I, I don't think they're. Um, I just don't think it's his year. Omaha Beach will be good. I think that's right. All right, Mike Coombs, he's with me on the horses. All right, excellent. Well, we'll recap on what happens on Derby Day. Yep, and uh, we will uh, bid these beautiful women adieu, and then we will move on to the next section of this fun-filled finale. So I want to thank everybody again for listening to this episode and the whole season. I know this episode has been a little bit longer, a little bit choppier, a little bit unconventional for kind of what we do, but we did want to recap, and, and we really... Uh, did want to bring in some outside voices and, and kind of just have a little fun with it. So I hope you guys have had a lot of fun with it as as much as we have. So anyway, we've been kind of busy and we've gotten through all of that and we've gotten this um, finale recorded. But Nate and I have been talking about uh, maybe we've had so much fun that we're not quite ready to hang it up. Well, yeah, I think we've teased this a little bit, and you know, uh, you know, and we we want to do one more, I think, for season one before we take a little bit of a break. But I will say before before going on uh, about anything else, is that if you do want to be a part of season two season finale, yes, or even maybe some of the normal shows, you know, just let us know. We have we have lots of platforms. Uh, we will we will get better at our call in, and you know, our equipment's getting better. We've made a lot of investments this year. Um, I think our Coca Cola sponsorship starts here in like in a week or two. Yeah, that's right. That, um, <laughs> but and um, this summer, I'm going to put together a website, so we will have a dedicated website for the podcast. We'll have which should have a dedicated so, email. So, so remember, like the the first season of The Simpsons. Yes, and yes. like like how Homer looked weird and his yes. voice was strange, mm-hmm. and you know Bart squeaky that's and Lisa. Exactly what this, this is. is this is year one of The Simpsons. This might even be Tracy Ullman show. It might be. <laughs> you know, so we we're we're dedicated to this. We're we're Things are going to get better. So if you even just like little bits and pieces and like throughout the, the clouds, you saw the like rainbows, you know, stick with us because yeah, I, I think you're going to enjoy it. We're going to continue to, um, what do they say in corporate America, sharpen our knife or sharpen our blade yes, or we're gonna, whatever. We're, we're going to do all of that stuff. And yeah. we are, um, we both know we're kind of idiots and don't know what we're doing. So if anybody has ideas and they want to, you know, 
share along or, hey, you guys should do this. We're totally open to open. any of that stuff. Yeah, I'm, uh, we're open to constructive criticism. So, uh, anything else for the season finale? I don't think so. I think that's it. So, what well, movie? Well, you know, we, we said we're going to do one more movie, and we said we're going to break rule number one. And rule number one, as you've heard on multiple occasions, is we will not cover any movie that has won an Oscar best for Best Picture. picture. Right. But we are going to break this rule, and we'll see you at the next episode. Rock me, 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 rock me